Welcome to the Ensman Archive Podcast, presented by FRIA, the Foundation for Research of the Ensman Archive. We're a nonprofit research foundation to preserve and publish the work of Dr. Robert Duncan Ensman and his wife Joanna online at EnsmanArchive.org. Now, here's your host, the symbologist Michelle Snyder. in the world is a collective unconscious? Can it be symbolized? It is an important part of your golden key. After the break, we will take the golden key and open the box and see what is inside. This is the symbologist, Michelle Snyder. The Symbologist Series, a collection of books by the symbologist Michelle Snyder, the world's authority on symbology. Book one, method, how symbols work. Book two, revision, how to see symbols. Book three, concept, symbols of ideas. And book four, oral tradition, symbols in stories. You can find this symbologist series at our bookstore online at ensmanarchive.org. One tooth of the golden key that unlocks symbolic secrets is understanding archetypes. Carl Jung referred to this phenomenon as the collective unconscious. Here we will look at some archetypes to understand what they are and their impact on communication, whether written or pictorial. Archetypal images do not pass through the logical or language processes of the brain. They speak directly to our associative function, being understood without thought. An archetypal symbol is one that represents a sight or experience common to all humanity, one that is recognized universally. One of the most powerful of these is mother and child, something seen and felt since there have been mothers. In every country, every culture, every tribe, it is understood. The Madonna and child is revered in religious and spiritual traditions from Catholicism to alchemy. A mother's love is said to be the most compelling, most powerful force in creation, and when this image is seen or described, it conveys more in mere seconds than could be said in volumes of written words. Another powerful archetype is the sun, so necessary to life. Sun worship began in the Ice Age when months and months of iron-cold winter temperatures exceeding 70 below zero threatened human survival. The return of the golden orb bringing its heat and light surely meant more to our ancestors than to our modern culture where heat and light are generated on demand. The sun is seen from every corner of the earth, with the exception of the deepest oceans and caves. At the bottom of the ocean, there are life forms that generate their own source of light. Light is life. Sun gods are symbols of this powerful, life-giving force. Mythologies of dead and resurrected sun kings all allude to the golden sun as it travels from winter solstice to summer solstice and back. At its lowest point in winter, the sun appears to die for three days, lingering low in the sky. Then it begins its climb, coming back to life. Another archetype is water, thought to be the cradle and grave of life, and a very important element in many spiritual traditions for purification and healing. One Greek philosophy considers water to be a sentient element which inhabits all life forms. There are many more archetypes, the moon, shadows, heroes, and villains, too many to cover here. Your knowledge of them increases the skill of your golden key and your power of communication. I'm the symbologist, Michelle Snyder.
Thanks for joining us on the Ensman Archive podcast, The Golden Key, with the symbologist Michelle Snyder, presented by Freya, the Foundation for Research of the Ensman Archive, online at ensmanarchive.org. Thank you.